What's up, church family, and welcome to another episode of DCC Daily, where we share stories and insights that keep you connected to the life of your church. My name is Ben Kempfer, and I have the distinct pleasure of serving as the lead pastor here at Downtown Community Church. If you know anything about me, it's that I excel at using a lot of words to say a few things. (laughs) And typically, that's fine, because on Sundays, they give me a mic in 30 minutes. But today, God's stretching me and only giving me five minutes give or take, to talk to you about something that's at the very heart of our church. In fact, it's one of our core values that we talk about at Welcome to Church class, and it's the lens through which I view the content for the sermon every single Sunday. So here's the value. Spiritual information plus practical application. Matthew chapters 5 through 7 hold the most famous sermon of all time given by none other than Jesus himself. We know it as the Sermon on the Mount. And this is the greatest level of documentation of any teaching that Jesus gave. And in it, he unpacks some of the major ideals of the Christian life and what it looks like to live as a follower of his. Now, Jesus was a master storyteller. So he ends the sermon with a fairly familiar story. He explains there were two men each building a house. One built his house on the solid foundation of a rock, while the other built his house on the less stable sand. Now, not too long after, a great storm came by, and the house that was built on the foundation of the rock, it stood strong against the storm. Unsurprisingly, the house built on the sand was destroyed by the storm. It's at this point I love to stop and ask, so what's the rock? Let me ask it a different way. According to Matthew 7, what is the strong foundation that we should build our lives on? Now, it seems pretty obvious, right? God is the rock. Jesus is the rock. And we build our foundation on him. The problem is, and this might be offensive, but that's the wrong answer. While God being the rock might seem like the clear Sunday school answer, that's not what Jesus says. Listen to what Jesus actually said. Whoever hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Conversely, he then says, Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. In other words, the premise is that both the wise and the foolish builder heard the spiritual information. That's a given. But the rock that created the foundation was the application of that spiritual information. Now think about that. Jesus could have ended the sermon however he wanted to. He could have said, repent, be baptized. He could have said, with every head bowed and every eye closed, if you want to accept me as Lord and Savior. And he could have done anything. But he chose to tell us a story that hearing spiritual information without it impacting how we live our lives is as futile as building a house on a foundation of sand. So at DCC, we believe that the Bible is not just deeply spiritual, but the spiritual information drives our lives towards transformation. Said another way, we want to not just know and believe the Bible, but to actually do what the Bible teaches in our own lives. Because here's the reality. When we go from knowing and hearing to doing, our faith grows. Let me say that again. When we go from simply knowing 
and hearing to actually doing, our faith grows. Let me give you an example. My kids are at the age where they're learning to swim. So every time we go to the pool, I don't actually get to enjoy it. I get to manage my kids via parental swim lesson. And there's a lot to be learned in swimming, from hold your breath to putting your face in the water to kicking and swimming your arms. But eventually, we get to the pinnacle of pool swim lessons, which is to stand on the edge and jump so Dad can catch you. Now, our kids can be a little hesitant. So the first swim of every new summer, this is a negotiation of trust. I'm telling them, come on, jump, I'll catch you. I'm not going to let you drown. I'm your dad. <laughs> Yet my kids don't want to jump. Instead, they just stand on the edge. <clears throat> I ask, do you trust me? And they say, yeah, but they still don't want to jump. Now, my kids are clear on the information. They know who I am. They find me trustworthy. But it's not until those little feet leap off the concrete pad and fly or will really fall through the air towards the pool that they are actively trusting me. And when I catch them, they come up excited and full of life, and it reinforces the existing trust. Now, if I were to take that analogy to our lives, how many of us hear God clearly through his word and don't jump? We've got the information, and as Christians, we're great at fooling ourselves that the comprehension of that information is the goal. Imagine if my kids came back to me and said, wow, dad, I was really challenged at the pool when you said jump. Or dad, we even looked up the word jump in the original Greek language, or my favorite. Well, how do I know it's my dad saying jump and not that evil other dad, Uncle William, saying jump? Now, perhaps your version is, Dad, I went to group this week, and we spent hours talking about what you meant when you said jump and what it would look like in our lives. <laughs> Meanwhile, your dad's in the pool saying, would you just freaking jump? So let me say this clearly. Relationships are built on the foundation of trust. The more we trust, the stronger the foundation. The less trust in a relationship, the weaker the foundation. So when I actively trust God by doing what he says, the foundation of my relationship with him grows stronger. Now, Jesus taught to application, not simply knowledge. And so I try to follow Jesus' lead. Uh, maybe you've noticed, but every Sunday I try to impress the importance of practical application of God's word. And so sometimes it comes in the form of a challenge. Something like, what would it look like? Or can you imagine if everyone who claimed to be a Christian did this? For our friends who are questioning faith, I'll say, how much different would you think about God if Christians actually did this? Other times it's in the form of a pattern. Well, I'll say, for one week, would you be willing to do this or think this or pray this? In fact, the end of most of my prayers on Sunday, I'll say, God, I pray you give us the wisdom to know what to do, that's the information, and the courage to do it, which is the application. While teaching spiritual information with practical application is at the core of every sermon, it actually informs how I read the Bible in my personal devotional time. I find that when I spend time in God's Word, it inevitably drives me to action. By action, I don't mean it's always some big, grandiose, life-altering act. More often than not, it drives me to something small and subtle, like the act of sitting and being in awe of God. It drives me to repent. It drives me to apologize. It drives me to pray. It drives me to examine my motives. It drives me to be generous. It drives me to take a Sabbath, and the list goes on. Now, does this mean that we action or application our way to make ourselves acceptable to God? Well, absolutely not. And boy, are we clear about that. That is only through the blood of Jesus that we're acceptable to God. However, 
when we hear what God says and do what God says, our foundation gets stronger because our trust grows stronger. This has always been at the core of who we are at DCC. It isn't enough to know that we should love God, make disciples, and be great neighbors, but we should actually live that out in our lives. Love, make, be, those are all verbs, and they all require obedience and action. So let me ask you this question. What would your life look like? What would your life look like if you actually did what God said? What's the one thing that you know God has clearly said, but you have been hesitant to do? I'm praying that God gives you the wisdom to know what to do and the courage to actually do it. And I promise when you do, your faith will grow and your foundation will become stronger. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of DCC Daily. Keep up with your church via social media page, our YouTube access to previous sermons by yours truly, and our Sunday services both in person and online, 9.15 and 11 a.m. as well as 8 o'clock p.m.